0: Buddy. Hello, hello, Internet, hello, World Wide Web. Uh, Mike and Andy here, and uh, from the Vox World headquarters, Brea, California. We are so delighted uh, you've tuned in to us. This is episode fifty. So this has been a year. Um we took two weeks off around the holidays. We'll do that again. I like fifty. I like fifty in a year, fifty episodes. That's solid. Yeah, it's a solid number. Um, and so uh so congratulations to us. They they told us when we started we'd never last. They Uh, told us it would never work. No matter how many
1: churches and people have barred you, they said
0: they said no. (laughs) So um so we're we're gonna we have a lot of changes coming up to to uh the organization of the podcast in honor of our one year anniversary. Before we get to those, however, just a brief comment on Andy's wardrobe today. He is uh, sporting, yep, a duck whistle, a that's what that was. Hopefully, go ahead. Yep, that uh, uh, bright orange Mighty Ducks jersey and Mighty Ducks hat, and, and to which I, you know, uh, obviously Andy knew there would be some commentary when he comes strolling in if, with that, and he said, "Oh." I'm wearing it because uh, we won our first preseason game last night. <laughs> so, signs you may have a problem. Uh, signs you may have some sort of dysfunction in your relationship with a sport. Um, you know, nothing says awesome like preseason hockey. Let me just say that. So, so Andy here is celebrating the f- Ducks' first win in preseason. And the, uh and uh so congratulations thank you it's hockey hockey season thank you and the um the nice thing is episode 50 coincides with andy's 50th birthday hey and so we're very excited about that over the hill uh go ahead andy why don't you fill us in a little bit (laughs) on some of the changes that are coming
1: yep okay so um we are going to be uh releasing uh this episode on the seventh no i'm sorry the what's monday what's today's thursday oh boy quick sorry Oh, Sorry. my goodness. Sorry. Wow. It's a tight Sorry. trip. One, two, of three. The, on the 10th. On the 10th. Okay, so we're going to be releasing this episode on the 10th. Of October. Of October. 2016. That's right. So then what's going to happen is at the end of that week, on Friday of that week, I'm going to be officially um, forwarding subversivekingdom.com over to voxpodcast.com. So for those of you that have been using subversivekingdom.com to go to and listen to the episodes, um, you'll be able to listen to the episodes on voxpodcast.com. However, those episodes are available in a playlist that's presented through SoundCloud. So um, you'll be able to play it still on the site. um, But basically, the best two ways that you can be listening uh, to the podcast here forward is either by subscribing to iTunes and listening to it that way, um, using a different um, well I'm sorry the best two ways iTunes or directly on SoundCloud so you can download the SoundCloud app and then uh, follow the Vox podcast so at soundcloud.com slash the Vox podcast and you can actually subscribe there and follow there and then you'll get updates when new episodes come out there um, in addition on the website I've also there's also a link to subscribe to which website on voxpodcast.com is it live it is live okay it's soft open so okay. we'll be official grand opening on uh, the the what I say the seventeenth, sure it's Friday the seventeenth. Wow. Um, yep. So we'll, I'm going to roll everything over during that. During the week after, I'm, that's kind of like making sure everything doesn't fall apart. So if there's there's bugs and things that you guys have feedback about and want to email us, uh, please do that after the seventeenth. So then the first episode um, of this next year season for us, episode fifty one, will actually come out on October twenty third so there's about a a whole week gap from from this episode to then or I'm sorry a two week gap from this episode to then the The next episode when we start. So for those of you that actually subscribe um, via RSS in the email on the Subversive Kingdom website, you'll get an email this week that kind of gives you all of this information. And then if you use like a separate app like Overcast or any of the other podcast catchers, there's actually a subscribe RSS link on voxpodcast.com that you can use that. But there isn't a blog on voxpodcast.com where you can subscribe to a blog on that site. So um, we're just using all app deployment. Uh, to basically receive the audio in the podcast, but you could also play it off the site.
0: I think I understood perhaps 20% of what you just said there. Good. So the big deal is we're pulling subversivekingdom.com out. Yes. Right? It's done. Right. Those big old pictures of my face are going away. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we're going to the... the
1: No, just voxpodcast.com.
0: Voxpodcast.com. Right. Right. And the information will be there.
1: Yep, and then everything's there, and then uh, we'll also be building uh, ways for you guys to be able to contribute on an ongoing basis uh, moving forward as well. So that that may not be live instantaneously, but we'll be um, that's coming very shortly as well. Wow, mm-hmm. contribute what? Um, yeah, if you'd like to give on a regular basis on monthly, like five dollars, oh, ten dollars, tw- uh, ten dollars, yeah, as a way to support uh, the Vox podcast and um, help us keep doing this.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We, we we need to upgrade some of our stuff. And I got a new chair that doesn't squeak. Yeah. So that's an expense. <laughs> um so all right, that's excellent. If you have any questions, do we have it? hello yep. at voxpodcast.com is uh, is where you want to hit us up at. Now, um what we want to do, so you're saying we won't release an episode for a couple of weeks. Is that what you're saying? That's
1: right. So after this there'll be a two week gap before the next episode comes out.
0: Well, what if what if I want to do one? What if I just want to do one by myself?
1: You, I mean, you can. It's just if we post it, um, it it's just in the kind of transition time period. Yeah, yeah. Well, what would happen? I mean, the world might blow up. Yeah, so yeah. It, apocalyptic. It, the spacetime you know. <laughs> continuum would.
0: Yeah. So so um, so it may just get lost in the in the transition. Is that the word?
1: Uh, that might be yeah. Because okay. the the big switch I have to make is um change over what's called the RSS link in iTunes. And so if that for some reason kind of falls apart in switching it over, right? I'm just, I'm going to need to be fixing it. And so if I'm trying to release an episode while fixing it at the same time, I just don't want it to well, get what lost. If, what if
0: you didn't, what what if I just did it? What if I just recorded one on my phone and just sent it and said, take that.
1: Yeah. I could post it to SoundCloud. Sure. If you want to go. See, yeah, It could See? be a pre, Ooh, preseason Vox podcast. Ooh. See, no one cares about preseason. You just made that comment.
0: That's very true. <laughs> um, so, all right, so that's, that is all good news, and Andy has been very hard at work, and we're very appreciative uh, for that. Um, the last thing is, uh, just the reminder that we have two podcasts right now, and uh, potentially soon to be three. Um, this one is called The Vox Podcast, mm-hmm. right, at voxpodcast.com. Yep. The, the other one is called The Vox Community mm-hmm. Podcast, and that is uh, the recording of stories and uh, teachings from the weekend. Right. for for our little community here in North orange County
1: which you can get at com, and you'll also be able to get that at uh, voxpodcast.com as well
0: wow yep okay so uh today we want to talk about forgiveness because we've 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 come across um we've come across a couple of issues we talked about spiritual abuse for several weeks and then we've talked about the church uh, for several weeks and in each instance I think people um uh, there's this there's this thing that, that we hear in a shorthand kind of way that just is why I've been hurt by the church, I've been I've been wounded by the church, and so so uh, whether that's whether that's in a spiritually abusive uh, way um, or it's just been the a general I I didn't feel welcomed I didn't feel accepted I didn't feel felt judged I mean whatever that is, so um, we want to talk a bit about this for Jesus this was a pretty central deal. Um, he, uh, uh, obviously when he taught us, uh, the prayer that he was, uh, praying something called the Lord's prayer, there's this, a uh, line in there about forgive others as we ourselves have been forgiven, uh, in Matthew's version of, uh, of the Jesus story, uh, there's a line there that talks about, if you do not forgive people, your father will not forgive you. Jesus tells a whole parable on forgiveness, uh, later on in the book of Matthew, where he contrasts somebody that's been forgiven an unrepayable debt, and then that person goes out and refuses to forgive somebody who owes owes him a much smaller debt, and uh, and the person who'd forgiven the un you know un like uh, uh, incredible debt. Uh, throws that debtor into prison, and Jesus ends with this warm, fuzzy line. Well, that's how it will be if you do not forgive you know, people from your heart. So uh, all of those raise very good questions about, okay, what's that exactly mean? The point, however, is that it's not optional for Jesus' people. Um, and so I think there's a lot of confusion about what it is and what it isn't. And So we just want to spend some time... Uh, Talking a bit about, um, about forgiveness. So uh, first of all, and, and this, this potentially is one of the more significant points of the whole conversation, forgiveness is a personal thing. You cannot forgive nameless and faceless institutions. There's the, when we say we've been hurt by the church, the, there could be a part of that that we're hurt by the church culture, we're hurt by the church subculture, we're hurt by, by the way that Jesus following is expressed. But more often than not, what we're saying is we've been hurt by people in the church. Like there are names and faces attached. And, and it's really important to dig down to those names and those faces because to, to kind of offer forgiveness the way that that we're going to be talking about, you just, you can't forgive. So if I have a bad experience with um, Wells Fargo, and I get angry at Wells Fargo, right? <laughs> um, and I'm mad at the institution and... and um, that's tough to kind of resolve other than just saying, well, I'm not going to do business at Wells Fargo anymore, right? There's nothing there to really, you know, like they screwed a whole bunch of people. And and uh, and so, you know, maybe you can get the name of somebody, but odds are in, in, in a faceless, nameless entity, we just kind of move on. Um, we, we seek justice and we move on. Um, we've been hurt by the church. We've been hurt by spiritual leaders uh, who've been abusive. That, that, uh, we have to push past just the organizational entity and to see, uh, and, and and even if we don't know the names, um, odds are we'll remember the faces, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so there's a sense in which we have to we have to turn this into something more personal than what we would do with Wells Fargo, as an example. We would turn this into, we've been hurt by people in the church, because forgiveness is ultimately personal. It's it's. Um, It's, uh, it's the reconciling, the resolving, the, um, the acknowledging of something that's happened between two, Mm -hmm. um, personalities, two Mm -hmm. persons, not just an entity and another person makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, there's a guy named R.T. Kendall, uh, who wrote a book called Total Forgiveness and it's a bit out there uh, in some of it, but it but it 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 had this uh, first section that I thought was really helpful, where it talked about what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not, and so um, I'm adapting him for this list, but I thought it was super uh, super helpful. So um and and probably the most important thing is is that we need to get rid of the whole forgive and forget line mm-hmm. uh, because. Sometimes that's not true. That sometimes there's forgiveness, but um, to protect yourself, to keep yourself from getting hurt again, you don't forget. In fact, to authentically forgive, sometimes you need to remember precisely and exactly yeah. uh, what has taken place. So, so forgiveness. So, well, let's start with forgiveness. What it's not. All right. It does to forgive somebody doesn't mean that you approve of what they did, justify what they did. Uh, or excuse what they did, right? That, that is so unbelievably important. To, in, in, we're, not, we're not confusing forgiveness with tolerance. We're not confusing forgiveness with kind of uh, very lukewarm uh, sort of definitions of love. Um, no, no, no. To, to forgive something means that you name the truth of it in all of its ugliness. So you're not approving, you're not justifying, you're not excusing. Um, it also doesn't mean that we didn't take it seriously, uh, part of the, the healing process is to really explore all of the ways it did damage. You have to see the offense clearly. You have to 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 explore the, all the pain that it's caused to, to actually offer this. Forgiveness isn't a band-aid. It's not a, not a uh, superficial solution. It's not just saying, okay, well, I'm sick of feeling this way, so I, I'm going to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something much deeper than that because... It requires us to deeply examine. So forgiveness is not pretending that we're not hurt. Um, that's a huge one. I think in Christian circles, um, sometimes there's this undercurrent of, you know, well, Jesus people just shouldn't be hurt so often. And 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 sometimes we're more easily offended than the average person, for sure. But um, the, there isn't. The kind of forgiveness that God speaks of isn't a forgiveness that pretends, and it's not a forgiveness um, that uh, that that somehow glosses over, right? It's a forgiveness that that sees very clearly what's going on. Forgiveness is not pardoning what they did or releasing them from consequences if those consequences need to happen. So whether they're legal consequences, I mean, forgiving somebody doesn't mean you don't um, you don't protect yourself, that you don't move out, that you don't put boundaries on, that you don't contact the authorities. Um, there can, there's a difference between a sin and a crime. Um, and sometimes something can be a sin and it's not a crime, right? Like pride. Sometimes something is, um, both a sin and a crime. And in those instances, uh, legal the legal consequences uh, often need to take place. So forgiving them doesn't mean that you're removing those consequences. It could, mm-hmm. but it doesn't automatically mean that. Um, forgiveness, to forgive somebody does not mean that you're going to be reconciling with them. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you forgive somebody who has died? So let's say your parents have died and you're waking up to all this stuff. How do you forgive somebody that's not... Not around anymore. Um, how do you forgive somebody who is unsafe for you? And so, so forgiveness doesn't automatically mean reconciliation. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Or excuse me, it doesn't mean um, that that things are going to go back to the way that they were. So if a if a spouse cheats on another spouse and they choose to fight for their marriage. It's going to be a new normal. It's not just going to go backward. Yeah. right? There's a new normal there that has to be explored. And so f- to forgive, for the one spouse to forgive the other, doesn't mean that there's just automatic quick and fast reconciliation and trust built back up. Mm-hmm. That is a very long process. Uh, it doesn't mean that the relationship goes back to the way that it was. It doesn't mean that we close our eyes to people who continue to harm um, you know, if if you've been the victim of, of of abuse, that forgiveness doesn't mean that you stay there. Uh, forgiveness doesn't mean that you continually subject yourself to that. Um, so sometimes forgive. So so in in the perfect world, forgiveness and reconciliation are two things that go together, mm-hmm. right? So I'm forgiving in order to be reconciled. But because we're dealing with distance or time or space or they're not safe. Sometimes forgiving somebody doesn't mean that we've gone back to the way it used to be. Uh, it means something differently. Um, sometimes uh, sometimes forgiveness means that we have to remember what they did. Um, not to hold it against them, but to uh, protect Uh, ourselves or our families or our loved ones so so forgiveness is not approving of what they did excusing justifying refusing to take it seriously pretending that we're not hurt pardoning Uh, forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean we're reconciling with them we deny what they did we're glossing it over like all this was super helpful because i think there was this forgive and forget thing you know god forgets our sins he removes them as far as the east is from the west and so should we do that with other people Mm -hmm. And in, in, in the best case scenarios, absolutely, right? I mean, Paul even says in First Corinthians 13, love keeps no record of wrongs. And so love wars against scorekeeping. And, and I think that that's what we're aiming for, right? So when my wife and I uh, get into an argument, which never happens, but suppose it did, um, you know, one of the things that we've had to work on, hypothetically, is um, is not not going backwards into old arguments, um, not keeping the record of well, you know, remember the time that you. Once we've resolved something, we try to move on from that, and so um, so in the perfect world, that's what we're shooting for, but the world, as we all know, is far from perfect. So forgiveness, forgiveness, isn't this kind of lukewarm band aid. It's the it's it has to be this deep exploration
1: of what actually took place, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense so far? Yeah, I'm tracking. You're okay. Well, I, I I so far I'm I'm hanging on in thought the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. I'm hanging on to um, not forgiving entities but that it has to look personal. It's personal. So I'm those are
0: yeah. Even if the person is just symbolic of the entity, mm-hmm. to have a name and a face mm-hmm. makes make uh, furthers the process in ways that entities. You just you got to get past the entity. Right. Right.
1: Um. Go ahead. Well, the, the thing like the thing that I'm thinking about with that is like, if yeah, like let's say well, and you kind of said this like, what if your parents you know pass and like you can't reconcile, but you can forgive, you know, yep. like. It's kind of like does forgiveness is is forgiveness complete when you're kind of just verbally confirming it, or it's in your head, but you never you never come to that person and forgive them. Well, sometimes you know, it has to be okay, right. but
0: but but you know there there can be very symbolic actions of um, writing a letter that you never mail, mm-hmm. um, uh, spending some time, having a conversation you know in your head mm-hmm. that you're never able to have. Right, um, you know those sorts of things. Yeah, because
1: because we would probably say it goes into heart orientation because it's like it's a matter of like kind of it, it, confessing and putting this stuff out to be yes, seen. So yes. then you could kind of move forward. Not yep, past it. But that's exactly it. Okay. So
0: so what is forgiveness? Well, um, when when uh, sometimes Jesus will say, uh, "Your sins have been forgiven." and the word there means that they've been sent uh they've been sent away they've been let be um they've been dismissed your sins have been dismissed and um and so if, if we translate you know cuz obviously Jesus is meaning it in ways that you and I can't right we have no yeah. authority yeah to to but i but so forgiveness and one of the ways i've i've come to understand it is it's yielding my right to get even yielding my right to or my perceived right um to uh punish or to uh return evil for evil it is um it is the for for those of us that follow jesus it is the the reenactment of uh, of what jesus has done for us namely that there is truth that that yes the offenses did take place they were serious they're real they're important they matter um but but it's the yielding of the right to exact revenge or vengeance or payment or, you know, whatever it is. Now that, again, now that could be separate from crime stuff. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's my, the yielding of my right to see that wrong corrected. Because ultimately it takes, it takes two to reconcile, but it only takes one to forgive. Mm -hmm. So I may go to somebody who has no idea that they ever offended, that they ever hurt me right? Right. And um and say listen I, I need you to know I, I deeply forgive you. <laughs> hmm. And the other person's going, "Um, oh okay, I don't even remember that." Right. Scenario. Yeah. Um and uh, I've had that happen on both directions, where yeah. I've been the offender uh-huh. uh and I've been the offendee. Yeah. And in that case, um uh there 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 wasn't uh, there wasn't two to reconcile. There was one person who was feeling the weight of this. Um, who needed to yield uh, their right
1: uh, to judgment,
0: to vengeance, Mm -hmm. to whatever. Mm -hmm. Makes sense?
1: Yeah, because I've I've thought about that very thing a lot. Because I have a number of people in my life that I've lived in that where I'm feeling like I need to forgive them, whether that's just kind of in my heart so I can move forward. But it feels like, okay, I'm supposed to articulate this to this person. But I'm like, how weird is that, though? To go to someone who doesn't even realize – The offense, and you're being like, Hey, I'm forgiving you. To me, it almost sounds a bit pretentious. You know? And it's, but it's, I guess, like, does it, now this is kind of a conversational thing. In order to like bring that to light, I found for myself, in a couple places I have done this, where I've gone and said, Hey, I need, I need to ask for your forgiveness because I've been holding this against you for such a long time. And I just need to let you know that's not. Yes, that's not good that's on a, me. That it, like is,
0: that's that's a great way to say that. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, yeah, yes, I've I I have, I have scenarios in my head where I've had to go do that mm-hmm. to people. This happened months ago, and I didn't realize it bothered me so much, but it bothered me so much, and I've judged you and I've held it against you, and it it's it's, um, I don't remember who said it, but forgiveness is setting someone free and finding out it was you. Yeah, It's kind of the idea. Uh. Um, because the other person doesn't have to feel that they've done anything. right. So So forgiveness, when you talk about it being sort of an inner condition, absolutely is that. Uh, because sometimes the person doesn't want to reconcile. The person can't reconcile because mm-hmm. they're not here uh, because they've died, because they they're far away um, or sometimes they didn't even know they offended. So they can they can say so so if you came to me Andy and said listen I'm tired of the whole ducks thing man I'm so <laughs> hurt by that I'm so I'm resentful and uh, and I could say oh okay I had no idea you were you were upset by that so I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely sorry right. um, that my apology isn't based on man I've, I can say I've deeply hurt you right um, my apology is based on the fact that you're bringing something to me. That you need to release, Yeah. and that I'm sorry I contributed to that, even unknowingly. So, so there's a sense in which we do have to pull apart forgiveness and reconciliation, in all these, in some of these examples. Again, the the goal always is reconciliation, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. But but uh, realistically, that just doesn't always happen, and so so sometimes forgiveness has to be offered in the heart, and uh, and that's the only place it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's the it's the um, you know, it's the the person that's behind bars, um, who who did something, you know, to a family member that you can't, you know, you, you can't see them. Um, how do you forgive them? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's all of the the distance, time scenarios, you know, that we've been wrestling with. So, so forgiveness, um, it, it's 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 one of these. Uh, it, it's so hard because you can what if it to death. Um, but, but a quick punch list of like what forgiveness is, it's based on what God's done for us. If, if you're a Jesus follower, the idea is whatever you've received, you pass on. So you, so Paul will say something like, you know, uh, comfort others with the comfort you've received. Forgive others because you've been forgiven, right? Show grace because you've been shown grace. Show mercy; you've been shown mercy. So, so part part of the ethic of the New Testament is whatever has God has done for you, you are to now extend it because you owed an unrepayable debt. Uh, other people owe you a very repayable debt. So, who are you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to be the 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 judge and arbiter? Now. Um, and 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 that works for a lot of offense but there are these deep ones you know the abuse that happened or the betrayal and and it's just not enough to say well okay so God did it for me so I have to do it right that's just it's more complicated than that and so forgiveness is feeling the weight of the whole thing it's mm-hmm. digging it back up to feel the full brunt of of all that happened and all Uh, that was felt. And that doesn't mean we're being re-victimized. That means that in an attempt to not gloss this over in the way that we express it, either to the person or just even internally in us, we name it. We name it for what it is. Mm -hmm. For the sin it was, for the crime it was, for the injustice it was, for the abuse it was, we name it. And that is so absolutely important. Forgiveness um, is... uh, being aware of what someone else has done, feeling the full weight of it. um, it's, It's ultimately a process that leads to a choice and a continued choosing of I'm yielding I'm yielding my right mm-hmm. um, to get back at this person. I'm yielding my right to punish them, to show them, to duh, 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 you know, that inner sort of fuel yeah. um, when we are kind of nursing grudges. It's a beautiful thing, man. Anger is so cleansing and focusing, and it's yielding kind of our perceived right to that. Um, ang- uh, forgiveness is refusing to punish um, it's the it's the again that's separate from consequence. But it's the it's it's the when when my wife uh, does something that deeply hurts. It's the um, it's the yielding of my desire to punish in return or to get back. Um, ultimately, it's an inner um, condition. And you know one of the things that that Kendall brings up uh, in his book that is so obviously true um, is that sometimes and and we say this with fear and trembling. But sometimes we feel like we have to forgive God. Um, we feel like, well, where was God during that abuse? Where was God during that rape? Where was God um, when uh, when uh, this beating was happening? Where was God? And, and there's a, a resentment that here God says he's all good and God can control anything and God's all powerful. And yet here's this incredible, ugly thing that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do you forgive God? You know, um, and and even though, you know, it's, it sounds so crazy to put ourselves in the moral seat, you know, over what God should or should not have done. Mm -hmm. He, he explores a little bit of, well, what's that mean? And what's that look like? And, Mm. and, um, what it would mean to yield my right to sit in judgment of God or to yield my right. Ultimately, forgiveness is trusting that justice will be done. Mm -hmm um even if you're not the agent
1: of that justice right for me like if i think about forgiving god part of it is that i feel like i'd be returning integrity like i'm returning claim you know like like to another person because if i am if i'm sitting in a seat where i believe something is owed to me right then right then i'm sitting in a place of entitlement and deserving and in that where then at that point I feel like the view you put on another person is you've, you've taken away credit. You've taken away integrity because huh. of like, I can't validate your stance and, and what and the why you did it. It, right. it lacks acknowledgement. So to me, it's like I, I don't feel a moral conflict in the idea of both like blessing God and or forgiving him because it's, it's kind of this really interesting heart introspective because it's kind of like I need to return back to God, the integrity that I know that he is mm-hmm. that in my heart and sight, I'm refusing to see that in my anger. you know, Or I'm refusing to see that in like feeling he owes me something because of something that's been taken away. Yes. Because it it suggests he is less than what I believe he is. And so to me right. to forgive, it's like to return integrity and return back to. I like that. And that's kind of.
0: And I, I really like that because that's the difference between our theology and what we really think about what God's like. Yeah. Right, your theology can be God is good all the time, God is good, yeah, and yet you carry around this sense of be- abandonment and betrayal, yeah. when God wasn't there, when you needed him, mm-hmm. and um, and and so it's 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 acknowledging that that um, I like that it's returning honor, it's it's uh, forsaking my entitlement in some way, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, Kendall also talks about forgiving yourself. Um, that that you know, I've heard people say that. I know God forgives me, I just don't know that I can forgive myself. And uh, and mm. which is an interesting, yeah. You know, I don't struggle with that one. I give myself loads of grace. <laughs> um, but 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 there, I, I've talked to folks who feel this way. Yeah, I don't know how to forgive myself. What's that look like, and what's that mean? Mm-hmm. So in all of these. Whether it's another person, whether it's ourselves, whether it's uh, the symbolic head of an institution, whether it's a parent that's no longer here, whether it's we feel abandoned, betrayed by God, um, how do we? What wh- what's the process? And, and obviously, there's there's no like you know step by step sort of formula, but there there are some like sign markers kind of along the way, and. Um, they, there, there is, uh, so, so this is my journey and, in, 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 having to learn how to do this, both as someone who has hurt others, um, and as somebody who's been hurt by others, um, uh, sometimes, so, so to say forgiveness is a process means that we're looking that the, that the bar for growth is really low. And, and so what that means is perhaps forgiveness begins when we can say their name, you know how, mm. um, uh, when parents get divorced, they don't refer to each other by their name anymore, uh, to the kids. <laughs> um, it's always like your mom, your, mother or your dad, your yeah, dad, yeah, yeah. you know, you kind of become nameless. Yeah. Um, mm. and so maybe it's being able to say their name. Maybe, maybe it's just simply, maybe growth today is not wa- wanting uh, lightning to strike them you know, um, randomly or, or some sort of, you know, random accident. Maybe, maybe growth, uh, today is the, the step towards forgiveness today is just being able, um, to look at their picture without spitting at it, you know, or I mean, I I mean, it's a low bar, right? Uh, So, so, uh, this isn't something that you just do. This is something that you continue to do. This is something that you work into and that has to grow, um. Uh. From from a very low place of I wish them I wish them harm. I I I wish Ooh. I could give them a piece of my mind. I want everyone to know what they did. Right. I mean, yeah. just that deep, like oh, I got to do something with all of this pain. It's not fair that I'm mm-hmm. suffering and they're not. It's not fair. They get to go and and have just a fine day, and then here I am. I'm reeling the entire day. It's not yeah. fair. Right. And so what what were you going to say? Sharp well, and I was going to say
1: it's such like value is such a human like struggle. Like when someone like harms you, it feels like they've taken value from you and you didn't give it away. It was taken from you. Correct. So you so badly want it back, you know, yes. and it's just, it's, you go through that whole range of, you know, emotion to, to figure out what does it take to get that value back? Well, the first thing you think of is to offend the person that's offended you, you know, it's like, it's just, that's such that. The initial thing is that, that core of revenge. And, you know, it's. And that, yep. that's, I mean, that's when you, you start there and then you end up with the picture of God. Like, that's when things get so fascinating. Because, yes. like, the. Well, anyways, I'm not going. I don't have anywhere to go with that. What you just said, though, like, is it. When we talk about naming something as a way to forgive it, is this, Mm -hmm. I mean, we see Jesus do this, right? I mean, in so many conversations in which he forgives sin, very often he exposes it so it can be seen what's forgiven. I mean, we see that in Mm -hmm. the... Mm -hmm. But some of it's like healings where it's like physical and it's almost... Treated as for well, because like we we've told the story about um you know lo- lowering down the paralyzed man right you know and that was like such the balance of healing and forgiveness right you know like I could what's hard you know what's harder to because
0: they saw behind behind the physical def- the deformity or the physical handicap or the physical disability mm-hmm. or even sickness behind that it was a sin issue right so for them to be forgiven and to be healed are very very close together. Right. right. So, so yes, Jesus, see, Jesus isn't into pretending. Uh, Somehow we've turned him into that, right? We've turned him into the great pretender. Mm, How so? Um, Oh, we've made, we've made the whole thing about um, making sure you believe the correct doctrines. And as long as you believe the correct doctrines, you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm, Okay. And, um, and Jesus just doesn't play that. He doesn't play that game. Like, well, Jesus, you've uh, my righteousness has been imputed uh, to you, and your righteousness has been imputed to me. And so, when you look at me, you don't see my sin. and And there is a, a theological way that that's true. Absolutely, our sin is no longer held against him. But it's not like Jesus is up there pretending that I'm still not sinning. Yeah, you know, turning a blind eye, going, "Oh, I had no idea you were still into that." <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's 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 more muddy, mm-hmm. uh, I think, than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so. So how do you forgive? Step one, if there's any step, um, it it is set the bar so low that um, you know you're on the right path when you begin to see the insanity of revenge. Because you, you begin to see how revenge always escalates and amplifies. It always gets worse. And, and it always gets more. like there's it never it never satisfies. Mm. um, although we love it, we thirst for it. And so many of our movies and our art literature um uh, music is based on getting back, showing them, they mm. passed me over mm. in the draft, and I'm gonna show them, you know, that person rejected me. now look at me. I mean, it's just this, you yeah. know, like, oh, we love these revenge sort of yeah. fantasy movies.
1: oh, they're the they're the number one films is 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 violence is justice violence. Yes, it's unreal. Like, yes. I mean, you look at. Marvel, Avengers, which all movies I love, but it's all surrounded around violent acts in order to achieve justice. Yeah. I mean, it is.
0: Yeah. Some theologians call it the myth of redemptive violence. Mm. That somehow righteous violence can counteract unrighteous violence. <sighs> and um and Jesus, oh my goodness, Jesus forsakes the whole violence game. I mean, uh, that that could be a whole like the whole violent, nonviolent conversation could be a whole podcast. Oh my goodness. Um but step 1 is <laughs> moving from um I really want them to be hurt <laughs> uh to to uh, okay that won't fix it <laughs> uh that won't fix it um step 2 is the realization that that there's there's something that has to go on between God and me and not just me and the person so I have there's some there's some sort of darkness there's some there's something that's gotten in to my soul. Uh, an old Bible phrase is a root of bitterness, which is such a compelling image because that's exactly what it is. It just starts out as this little bitty seed, and it gets nursed in the dark, and it grows, and it begins to take over, and 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 it becomes so familiar for some of us. We don't even ha- we don't even realize it's there. We don't have any idea how much we are living in reaction to something mm, that yeah. happened years and years and years yeah. ago, and, and so. So we begin to realize that forgiveness isn't just a relational issue with the other person. It's a spiritual issue. Like there's something going on in me that God needs to be brought in on and to, I need to find healing from, and I need to process with, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and that, you know, of course, again, doesn't separate the legal consequences, um, the restraining order, the, whatever it is you've got to do. Um, And then this, this one, this one I've actually, so, so I I know what both of those feel like. This one is the one that I've seen um, begin to practice um, and, uh, and work um, in ways that like this one is kind of the most practical for me to begin to picture the person in my head and to name them and pray God's goodness over them and God's blessing over them. So so Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Bless those, right, who persecute mm-hmm. you. And so there's, there's this, okay, and I've done it where I don't mean it. Like I'm literally just saying a sentence of words. Mm-hmm. God bless so-and-so today. Done, right? I don't mean it. I don't want it. I'm still back on step one, you know, uh, because ultimately forgiveness has to be offered um, even if they don't get caught or found out, even if uh, they'll never fully know and appreciate what they did, Mm -hmm. um, even if they prosper. Um, mm-hmm. And it turns out they have a better life without you than they did with you. Mm-hmm. Um, even if uh, they're sorry or not sorry, mm-hmm. like we still, like forgiveness is still something we're offering, regardless of all that other stuff on their end. Yeah. Right. It, forgiveness is my side, it's not It's not their side, too. Right. Right. So I'm offering it even if they don't know sure. how, how much it hurt. Right. right. So, so to begin to pray words. God bless this person, mm-hmm. uh, bless this community, bless these individuals and these leaders. Mm-hmm. I mean, is the absolute hardest mm. uh, thing. Mm. And then what begins to happen, and this is over the course of months or years, mm. over the course, over that over that time, yeah, I've seen my heart move from, um, I want to punish, um, I want revenge, I want to get back at them. I want to expose them for the fraud they are, the hypocrite they are, whatever it is. Um, my heart moves from that to neutral, which is I can be in the same room, I can hear their name, I can say their name, and there isn't a big eruption of emotion, right? Now, I am still I still don't mean the blessing part, right? What I, what I really want God to do is to show me exactly what his justice against them is going to look like. <laughs> um at which, at which point God begins to say, well, there are lots of people that feel that way about you. And so it, it's interesting, Mike, um, this is what God will say. You're a big fan of justice when it comes to others, but mercy when it comes to yourself. <laughs> so, so let's start there. So, so I've, I've moved into neutral um, and, and God then begins to show me where I was wrong where i messed up where i contributed to the mess now again i mean i'm not talking about extreme situations of abuse i'm not talking about I'm not talking about those extremes i'm talking about the common ordin, ordinary kind of the the meat and potatoes of conflict and disappointment in life right. the extreme stuff i hope we've given enough disclaimers that if you're sitting there hearing this you know man this uh, some of this requires therapy and and dedicated prayer and i mean like very clear um, and deliberate exercises of s- spirit and will, and you know, interpersonal relationships. I mean, holy cow! Mm-hmm. The, but the a lot of just the ordinary resentment we carry around isn't of that variety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so w- where do you go? So for me, praying the blessing, taking Jesus literally to say, "Okay, I'm going to bless those who I feel like have persecuted me," that that moves me to neutral. That, that, and 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 again, all I'm looking for just what's growth, and sometimes time is just what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I have to forgive uh, or be forgiven in a in a in a quick way, like I'm being confronted with something right away, and we have to resolve that. Often, yeah. marriage is like that, right? right. Um, where you know you could stay angry for years, but you don't want to do that. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, can I jump in on something? Yeah. So and I'm. Um... Okay, so I'm struggling with blessing. Okay, okay. yes, and, and 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 here's why. All right. I, okay, so there's there's fantastic um, thought-based psychology, and I think there's even consistency in in prayer theology with this of you know word repetition that helps shape the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, that helps us to kind of use the ideas to kind of take us into orientation to to become the kind of person that can move towards somebody positively and lovingly. I I feel like the danger in over validating like just pray to bless somebody it it's all it all still seems very um self-oriented because it's because doing that only really serves you because if that person never knows you know and they never are able to receive blessing other than divine coincidence in which god does bless them through your prayers but like there's no there's no like triangulation or affirmation of like whoa that was from god because someone else was asking that that would be provided yeah It, it seems like I guess what I'm going to ask is, what what do we have in Scripture that takes us beyond, kind of the prayer um, process of blessing into I'm going to physically bless this person, like I'm going to go and act in blessing mm-hmm. to show my love as an act of forgiveness, as an act of moving into that. Like, well, that's I'm, what
0: praying is. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, uh, don't, don't 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 dismiss that too quick. Okay. My my praying blessing for someone is. A physical act of blessing okay. someone, and um, and so uh, I I don't want to set up a false dichotomy there to say no 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 uh, because sometimes that's all I can do if the person's no longer around sure. or whatever okay. I can't yeah, physically yeah. go do something right. I think I think if um, I just had someone sit down with me and and express some some anger and some disappointment at um, at something I'd done and I had no idea that I was I was I was causing hurt and offense. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. And um and so the final step was the 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 physical act of blessing was actually coming and naming the offense and and saying I forgive you yeah. for this. Even though I I, I didn't I, I didn't have the full measure of of what it took to get to that place. Like the physical act of sitting down, looking somebody in the eye Mm -hmm. and saying, I forgive you. I bless you. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's, right? I mean, yes. now we're on the road to reconciliation. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because to me that, 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 that validates what I'm saying. Like that's like physical one-to-one sitting in front of a yes. person. You're saying like, I am, this is, this is my heart. I'm forgiving you and I want to bless you and, yes. like, and see blessing upon your life. Yes. So it's like, there's a, there's a connection and like, there's a receiving of in that kind of thing. That's right. I'm just, I guess, so I can understand the dualism in that sitting and physically blessing that person through prayer, you mm-hmm. know, as God would provide for them. I, I could validate that. I but guess remember, I'm blessings saying...
0: more than pro- provide. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's what you're what you're calling down upon somebody is God's favor. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so it's a much deeper mm-hmm. than physically. I mean, it's yeah. like God show them favor. Yeah, that's what you're asking. Cursing, of course, is God show them disfavor. Mm-hmm. And that's where we all start. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, so yes, okay. you're yeah. saying the words to guide your heart. And it's it's an a stu- an act of the will before it becomes an act of the affection or mm-hmm. the emotion. Mm-hmm. It's just simply an act of the will. God yeah. bless this person, and yeah. that's all I say. And uh, or you drive by the place and you say, "Okay, God bless this place." Yeah. Um, you drive by the spiritual community, or you hear the name of the spiritual abusive, mm-hmm. and you just say, "God bless that person." Yeah. And and you may never never be able to or have opportunity to physically reenact that or you may mm-hmm. regardless what what that's doing to your heart at least what it's done to mine is it softens it to the point where i get back to neutral where i'm not wishing harm anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm not yeah. wishing yeah. to get back <laughs> at somebody yeah. anymore right? right and and then if those opportunities arise where now i can demonstrate blessing Either by a conversation, by a, a phone call, by a sit down, by a you know, I can physically give them a gift. I can, I mean, all of those sorts of things. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that's those are those are that's just the fruit of the work that's already been done. Mm-hmm. The work that's already been done is getting to the place where you've yielded your right or your perceived right to get back at them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and t- you dismiss the offense. You're you're now again. That doesn't mean you're you've forgotten about it. it. Doesn't mean you're not careful. I mean all the disclaimers, but it means you've gotten to the place where you can say their name. You can be in the same room. You can uh, interact perhaps with them, and and th- there's no surge of anger, disappointment, pain. That it's neutral. You've yeah. gotten back to neutral. Right. Right. Um, and uh, if if. So, so blessing doesn't mean that you're doing the blessing uh, always. It means that that you have yielded your your seat of judgment to the right, the the one true righteous judge. right? Yeah. I mean that's kind of the the y way to say it. Yeah, and um, and you do that in recognition of, and this is what neutral looks like in the recognition of the fact that I'm the biggest sinner in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so for me, healing looks like seeing my sin is bigger than their sin. Mm-hmm. And that's when I know I'm whole again is when I don't look at them as someone who deserves worse or needs worse or whatever. I'm still, I've still got my, my junk front and center because when I'm in that place, I can bless anybody. Yeah. Right. When right. I'm in that place and, and aware of my own, uh, darkness that, that I'm f- more familiar with than anyone else's darkness. When I'm in that place, oh, I'm in a good spot. Mm-hmm. When someone hurts me, the focus, my soul attention is like the Eye of Sauron goes zooming in, <laughs> right to to their evil yeah. and to their hurt. And I'm not saying that's not legit. I'm not saying their their evil isn't evil. No, it is. I mean, that's the whole. That's the basis of the whole forgiveness conversation. Is you're naming it as evil, as injustice, as abuse, as you were a predator, you were a stalker, you were an abandoner, you were a betrayer, you were a liar, you were a adulterer. I mean, you're naming it. You're naming it. You have to name it. Mm. And um, even in the naming of it, then, to name it and to feel the full weight of it mm. and then and then to yield your right, that's that's what that's what it begins to look like. And um, I, I've only uh, and and for a lot of us, it's therapy that that helps us to get there. it's it's um, loads and loads of processing in a community. That gets us there. It's it's people starting out by saying, Oh my goodness, I feel the same way. I'm so sorry, me too. Um, sometimes it's just letting time go by, right? Time heals all wounds is the old saying, and and that's true and false. Yeah. And certainly time does soften us, but um mm-hmm. it it uh we all know of things that we could go back to in an instant and yeah. feel again. Right.
1: Well, and I think to your point, like it's the the reminder of pain that you've forgiven is always seems like a, a conscious calling to the continuation of grace because that's that just becomes another opportunity to transition to blessing to transition to grace out of like the remembrance that you've forgiven the offense Yeah, you know as it, as it returns to you like i've forgiven it so how do i you know kind of like i need to keep moving in action of the of the response to and, forgiveness yes
0: and and there's a freedom so so people will say um and i've experienced when you actually genuinely forgive someone when it when it actually happens like not the words necessarily but the deep Mm -hmm. releasing there's a weight that lifts off there's a um you know when 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 there you hear of, of so of of somebody getting murdered and then the parents of the murdered person come into a courtroom and they forgive yeah. Um, you know, when the Amish community years ago, there was the shooter that rampaged through a school, mm-hmm. and the Amish community just as as one and immediately uh forgave yeah. the this this uh, person and their family. I mean, there's there's a weight that goes off. There's mm-hmm. there's um a freedom um at, at no longer nursing grudges. And so so God in his genius, he he even uses our self interest, you know. Right. uh to motivate us towards this yeah, yeah. Uh, because it is it's a it's a it's a just dark dark prison mm. to live in that and then you you realize oh i was the only one suffering it's not like the other person was feeling horrible about this i was the mm. only one suffering yeah so um you know there aren't um this is uh this is an episode we talk about with i talk about with great fear and trembling because. You know, as we hear bits and pieces of your stories, we, we know that this is an area where the, the church has done, has furthered the abuse. So you've been victimized once, and then you get slapped with, um, well, you just need to forgive, or it wasn't that bad, or the Christian answer is to just not, you know, go back and talk about it or whatever. And so you get re-victimized because of the church's response to your pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we don't want to be glib in any of that. Uh, but there is, there is, there is wisdom here, but there's gospel here. Like this is, this is Jesus stuff. This is one of the defining marks of his kingdom is love of enemy. And, uh, and, uh, to get, to get to that, to not just be neutral, but to love enemy. Oh my goodness. Right. That's like PhD level Jesus stuff. And yet, and yet, um, that's the defining mark of his kids. Yeah. So, uh, lots to work on, sweet Andy yeah. Bear. So, um, we're, we'll, we'll clock it at this. We'll stop it here. Um, if this raises further questions or you want to share your story, um, obviously, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. What did we miss? Um, uh, what's your experience been? What have been things that you've done that you'd want some of our listeners to know that have been helpful to you on the journey? Uh, any of that stuff, man, we'd love it. So so you can go to hello at voxpodcast.com. You can go to Mike at, um, at voxoc.com. Um, you can go to Facebook Sketchy, guys. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I get, Wait, what? I get a lot of random what? random stuff, so <laughs> I, I very rarely ever check that. Um, so email is by far the best way uh, to do it. But... Uh, Would love your thoughts uh, on this on this very delicate of subject. So, Annie, mm-hmm. um, anything you want to add? I don't have anything to add. Beautiful, um, and for that we're thankful. Um, <laughs> I forgive you for the clown. I forgive you for that. <laughs> I forgive you for the clown manatee. Oh. Uh, anyway, um, uh, my brothers and my sisters, um, we we hear of of people listening around the world. Uh, we hear of missionaries listening in Europe. We hear of um, of uh, of naval uh, uh, soldiers, I guess um, yeah, yeah. in uh, in uh, the far east we we hear of of small groups of gatherings um, down under in Australia. Um, it's just it's absolutely remarkable. so I, I just again, we are, and I know I say it every time, but I deeply, deeply mean it. it we're unbelievably privileged that you um, allow us entrance into your life, into your world. And we, we take that very, very seriously. And uh, we're, we're honestly thrilled that a year has gone by and, um, and you have, uh, you've allowed us to keep doing this. And uh, you've given us such great feedback uh, uh, in doing it. And so um, we're stoked on year two. We're going to start the year uh, with. Uh, um, can I announce it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. just can tell your face was like.
1: No, sure. I was thinking of the date. So no. But yeah.
0: Go ahead. Well, you're the you're the fandy of oh, this guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, episode uh, 51, we'll have uh, Joey Svensson on uh, from the Bad Christian podcast and also uh, the Pastor with No Answers podcast.
0: So right. we're excited to, about to that. Two of the most. Um, uh, listen to podcasts that are out there, mm-hmm. and um, and so he's got some thoughts on mental illness and and uh, growing up in a deeply deeply fundamentalist culture, and uh, so that'll be fun. We'll yep. start off there. We've got yeah. some other guests lined up. Um, we're we're trying to get Jesus of Nazareth on the show. <laughs> um, he keeps saying he's going to be back, but he his dad doesn't know when, or right. no his da- his dad's the only one that knows when. Um, if you're a close friend, you know, if you could put a word in something or other, yes, we'd love, we'd love to have him. Um, well, we, you know what we could do? We could get the guy from the Jesus show on KFI. Yes, can we? Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my gosh. If Jesus doesn't sound like that, right, when we meet him, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, because (laughs) it's like, if Moses doesn't look like Charlton Heston, I'm just going to be so bummed.
1: Oh. Oh, uh, so yeah, anyway. Yeah, no yeah, no one comes after Moses enough and critiques how we've how we've visualized him as well. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all Palestinian folks. These yeah. are not whitey. So <coughs> excuse me.
0: Anyway, may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to you right where you are right now, and may he give you peace in these days. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next
1: time. Thanks for listening to Vox, the Mike Erie podcast. Be sure to like Mike on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash official Mike Erie. Follow Mike on Twitter and Periscope at Mike Erie for live interaction and ongoing Q&A. Don't forget to visit subversivekingdom.com for further engagement and information about Mike.